Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Freelancing and online marketing often looks ideal from the outside, but what's inside? Many time-consuming challenges. SEMrush offers over 50 tools and reports to assist you in every step of your routine, from competitive and keyword research to link building and technical SEO. SEMrush is your digital team member. Let's hit it off. Grab your free trial today and see measurable results. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash S-E-M-RushMPN. Now is the perfect time to start creating your marketing plan for your podcast for 2023. Don't wait until January. You need to get started now. What's good, podcasters? Thank you so much for being here and tuning in. Really appreciate you supporting the show. Got to do some housekeeping. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter, Pod Central Newsletters, link down in the description down below. We're sending out a lot of content, man. A lot of tips and strategies behind the scenes stuff you're not going to see anywhere else. But he inside a newsletter, like it's super private just because we want to see people win. You know, I want to see people win and grow their shows, grow their podcast businesses, get paid, man. That's the most important thing for me is seeing you get paid. Like I'm making money. I'm good. I'm helping you. I want to serve you guys. So if you have any requests, you got anything you want me to talk about, any questions, Hit me up on Twitter at Chris Podcasting. Also, start your seven-day free trial now. Go to podcentral.online. Now, today, I want to really get into this marketing plan thing, man. I think one of my biggest pet peeves personally is when people tell me, oh, I'm not working now, and it'll be like literally Halloween. I can't tell you how many people I talked to in October that told me they're shutting their business down until February. And it's like, I understand you're a person, you can do whatever you want to, obviously, blah, 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 all that good stuff. But I see those same people, the last three or four years, they will be complaining in January, February, March about how the year is starting off so hard and it's so difficult. And I'm like, why don't you spend November and December planning what you wanted to do in January, February, and March? I think that's the smarter thing to do is, no, I'm not saying work as hard in the holiday season as you would in the spring. I'm not saying that. What I do think we have to do is really plan the success we want to have, especially if we're content creators. That's super important. It's so much easier to work with brands and have promotions going when you plan it out. 
like I love having promotions planned out. Like I'm going to promote you and this thing on this day. And then I have all these other platforms just putting this out and that out. That's how you launch a product. That's how you launch your content. And for most of us, we're launching new seasons. We're doing a bunch of new stuff going into the new year. So why not start planning that stuff now? Today, I'm going to give you three things you can do to set up your marketing strategy for next year. The first thing you want to do is get clear on the platforms that you'll be focusing on. I always say this, you should not only rely on social media, obviously, but if you are going to be on social media, have two platforms you focus on and forget the rest. I know it sounds crazy and I know it sounds counterintuitive to what you hear most of the time, but the truth is if you don't have a massive team, if you don't have a bunch of people working with you, it's impossible to keep up with everything. I would much rather have you know, 20,000 followers on Twitter, super engaging. And I'll get to that 20 K faster. If you follow me on Twitter at Chris podcasting, send me a podcast in the DMS. I'll follow you right back. 20,000 followers on Twitter. And let's say I'm active in like 15 different groups on Facebook, right? That is way, way more valuable to me than having like 2000 followers on Twitter and then 5,000 on Instagram and then a, a couple thousand connections on LinkedIn and then having my own Facebook group with a couple hundred members. That's just too much to manage. It's, it's not possible to be in all those places at once. The people telling you that like Gary Vee and stuff, he will tell you that because he also has a team of 200 plus people. Yes. He has over 200 people working for him in the social area alone. So when the big players tell you this kind of stuff, it sounds good from their perspective. It sounds genius, but in terms of putting it into action and getting a result, it's insane. You would be insane to believe you're going to run a Facebook group and then be active on LinkedIn and also on TikTok and also on Twitter. Like it's just too much. And truthfully, all of these platforms are so different. If your ideal people are on one of them, they probably aren't on another. Like I know that the startup founders and the people building SaaS companies and, you know, just people that are in the venture capital world, like in that space of the startup world is what I call it. That startup universe is super active and engaging on Twitter. Whereas on LinkedIn, it's like more private and you got to connect with everybody. And then you have these super secretive conversations. I can go on Twitter and ask a question. I'm going to get like five answers. And that's super valuable to me on my journey. In contrast, if I go on LinkedIn and I'm trying to talk to those same kind of people, it's way harder. And I know because I've tried. Same thing with like podcasters. There are certain type of podcasters that will use Facebook. They love Facebook. They're on it every day. Super active in groups and stuff. Amazing for them. Those kind of podcasters often don't use Twitter. They just don't. So if you want to reach the independent host, you go to Facebook. If you want to reach the host that are building a business and trying to make money and stuff, you use Twitter. Simple. And I just think we all need to have a better understanding of what these social platforms actually do, like what they're for. And when you understand that, you realize that being on all of them at once, it just doesn't make sense. And even sometimes repurposing the content there, it don't make sense because the way I would talk to a podcaster on Twitter is different from the way I would talk to a podcaster on LinkedIn or Facebook. Simply because I, I've done enough research in my field to know who uses what, what they like, what they don't like, what they engage with, what they don't engage with. I've learned that because I've put done the work and put in a market research. So I'm just advising you use two platforms, focus on two. 
because I can guarantee you, you'll be way better at dominating two instead of kind of being okay and mediocre on all of them. It's better to dominate two, like be really, really good. Have your people you rock with. The next thing you got to do is look into your events, like do research and see what events are coming up in your local area. You know, I would say within your state, you know, the events where you could at least drive to see what's happening, what they already have planned and start connecting with the people who run those events. Again, if you want to grow your podcast, the best thing to do is get there, get in there in person, go out there and shake hands, meet people and all of that stuff. This is how you end up speaking on stage. You just connect with the right people and you might end up at this event or in this space. And it's amazing for building. Now, is it going to be super easy all the time? No, I'm not saying that. But what I can guarantee you is that you're going to meet some amazing people and you're going to make a lot of progress, like a lot of significant progress. Like, I think more podcasters need to do this next year because events are blowing up and they're everywhere and and this is the thing too. It doesn't have to be a certain type of event. It could be a book event for a book in your industry. It could be a meetup event. It could be a workshop, all kind of events. Just find some events in your space. And I would say one per month is good enough. But if you could do like two per month, that's like perfect. Because again, every time you go out to one of these events, you're going to meet some amazing people, get some new opportunities and get some new listeners. You just become more influential because you know more of the right people. You know, you actually follow these people on Twitter or Instagram, whatever platform you use. And now when they see your tweets, they see your content. Oh, that's so-and-so. Let me share this. I met them last week. That's how it happens. It, after you've done that so much, you have 50 people that are like, wow, I have to share this person's content because they share mine and we're always super engaged and all of that good stuff. So the events are a game changer. And again, it doesn't have to be every weekend. That's just too much. I would say for me personally, because I'm not the most, I say I'm not outgoing, but I'm always going out, which doesn't make sense. But I don't want to always go out. So like two a month is my personal goal for 2023. And that's in addition to the events I'll be speaking at. So I think it's just really important for you as a podcaster, as a creator, to stop trying to be so secretive with who you are like so many creators are quiet with their greatness i just i despise that man we got to get out there more events best way to do that you could be just at a brunch it could be a brunch it could be something as simple as that it could be a dinner simple as that and that's enough for you to really like really meet some amazing people and you have no idea where it'll take you another strategy and this one is probably one of my favorites now Connect with influencers. I like the strategy because it's so damn challenging. You never know what influencers want because you want to connect with influencers and you want to understand what they want because you know what you want. You ultimately want promotion, right? If I connect with an influencer on Twitter, I want them to promote my podcast on their Twitter account. I want them to be a guest on the show. And in turn, I give them what they want. Sometimes the hard part is figuring out what they want, what they like, what they don't like, what they need, what they don't need. When you do this with several influencers, the power that it has for your brand is kind of unbelievable because it builds a level of influence. And I think that a lot of people that have the expertise, that have the knowledge, have the insight, have the value that we actually want, that we need in the world. 
they don't get enough spotlight because they don't have the right people promoting them. Like think about some artists out there that you thought were like going to be amazing and dominate the music industry, but they never did because they just didn't have right management. They didn't have the right team supporting them. They didn't have the right manager. That's what it is for a lot of creators. We have to take the time to connect with the right influencers because they have influence for a reason. They have impact across the market and you could be a part of that. You want to connect with these people and start building relationships. I'm not saying go and ask for anything. I want to be clear. You want to connect with them and build relationships. Because the truth is a lot of these influencers will be willing to be on your show. They'll be willing to promote your show. Some of them may just want you to connect them with somebody else. And what it does is over time, you get to a point where you know so many influential people, all the other opportunities constantly flow to you. Right? Like speaking opportunities, book opportunities, um, virtual events, all kinds of stuff. It just starts piling up. And next thing you know, you're an influencer too. I think podcasters should focus on this a lot more. Like, I'm not saying just any old influencers because they have a following. And speaking of that, I'm going to give you a little rant. So I connected with a, well, they connected with me. A couple of people reach out to me on Facebook every week. Oh, hey, I know you're a podcast guy and I'm doing this with podcasts and I want you to come and talk to my audience or speak in my group and all of this stuff. And I'm always like, yeah, okay, all right, whatever. Most of the time they say this and it falls through. They never do anything. Since 2019 has been like this, it was crazy during COVID. It was like every day. Now it still happens. And I'm always like, yeah, whatever. This time I was like, you know what? Let me check out this influencer guy. I went to his group. I went to his group and I'm like, he's talking a lot about monetizing podcasts. So let me do a little research on this guy. I do research for about 20 minutes and I'm realizing I can't find anything. I don't know who this person is. They've been on like only three other podcasts and I don't know who these shows are. Like this person has never done anything. They don't have a website. They have, you know, a little store where they sell courses and stuff. But I'm like, where is your content? So I just asked him, you know, hey, so where's your podcast? And he said, I don't have one. I'm like, huh, okay, it's interesting. So then my follow up was, well, why did you delete it? What happened to your show? And his response kind of threw me off. And this was shocking to me. I never thought that somebody who was selling courses about a topic would say something as crazy as this. When I asked him, where's your podcast? Did you delete it? After he said he didn't have one, he responds and tells me he's never had one. That was kind of off-putting to me. It was, it was so shocking that I just couldn't believe that somebody has said this to me. I'm like, this is crazy. This, this is not happening right now. We've gotten to a point where some of the influencers out there are not real influencers. They're fake. They're just chilling whatever's popular so they can get paid when it came to crypto they did the same thing oh i can talk about this one and you're gonna pay me this much yeah i'll talk about it i'll make some posts about it it's like a lot some of the influencers you might want to work with might not have that integrity so you need to do research on these people before anything take your time figure out who they are and what they've done that is so damn important like you do not want to be the person that co-signing this guy or have them co-signing you and they've never put work in and never done anything. That is one of the worst things you can do. So again, those are the strategies. Those are the things you can do to 
prepare for 2023 man and we're gonna do a special challenge for all the podcasters on the newsletter so make sure you subscribe to that go and check out pod central and follow me on twitter at chris podcasting thanks for tuning in i'll see you next time You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Tanya Daka hosts a great podcast called The Copy Arena. Tanya, tell us what these fine folks will get out of listening. What they're going to get is down-to-earth copy advice that helps them get their readers to open and take action. Amazing. Where can people subscribe? They can subscribe at tanyadaka.com and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Or on marketingpodcasts.net. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.